Hey, Supernatural fans. It's just me here by myself, but I can't wait to talk with you all about this week's episode coming at you right now. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Supernatural Season 12, Episode 21, and we found out that next week is the finale. We're getting a double dose of it, so we got lots to talk about tonight. My name is Lindsay Wagner. You guys can find me on all things social media at Lindsay Wagner. That's L-Y-N-D-S-E-Y-W-E-G-N-E-R. Holy cow, I had a shocked moment. I'm sure you guys had a shocked moment. I do have the live chat up here. But when everyone's talking at once, it's really, really hard to to keep up with all of it. So I will answer the questions as best I can. And thank you guys for joining me so that I'm so I'm not so lonely here today. Um, I never feel lonely with you guys there. And thank you to Casket Fan for saying hi to me today on Twitter. Now I know who you are. Hi, Kayla, right? Um, so, um, all right. Let's talk about today's episode. Um surprises was, I mean, you guys have all watched the episode, I'm assuming, so spoiler alert right now, do we really think that Crowley's dead? Do we think this happened? Do we think this is true? Oh, I'm a little bit nervous. Um, They took his, you know, body away, so big, big problems. I think that uh, I called it at the beginning of the season that somebody was going to have to die, whether it be Cass or Mary or Crowley. And we all, Katie and I, Katie loves Crowley, so she wouldn't want Crowley to die. But I got a feeling. I see yes and no. I know, guys. I know. It's crazy. Um, so let's talk about the episode. Uh, we've got Eileen running through the woods, a hellhound's after her. You know, the men of letters are just... I think we're. I think they're. They're starting to piss everybody off. Not only Sam and Dean, and, and but me. I'm mad now. They killed Mick a couple episodes ago. Now they killed Eileen. We found out this is all leading up to them over the last several weeks, killing seven different hunters. So they're going after everyone. And like Doctor Hess said, they want to exterminate all of them, including the Winchesters. So it's it's happening. And as we see at the end of the episode. It, there's there's fate that we're unsure of, which we know the boys will survive, but, you know, you just never know. They leave us hanging like that. Um, obviously, Eileen does die due to the Hellhound, which we find out is um, as a pet right now for Mr. Ketch. Um, so it's obviously Crowley is in the rat, Lindsay. Oh, Crowley's in the rat. Does everyone else think Crowley's in the rat? I think that Crowley will save the day since he and Lucifer are now connected. Um, I don't want anyone to die. I don't. I think well, Mary will blow Ketch's head off. Well, I kind of hope that that happens. Um, so Mary hasn't been around. She's been gone. She's obviously with Mr. Ketch, and we saw Tony previewed last week. Um, they. Uh, Crowley is in hell telling his minion to find Kelly. They don't know how powerful this baby's going to be when it's born. And then we get this scene between Mary and Rick. She's at Rick, who's a hunter's apartment, and she tells him there's a vamp nest nearby. Right away, I knew something wasn't right. Something was off. I didn't expect it to be what they made seem like a dream. I thought 
I thought it really happened, in which we do find out it really did happen. She's in there with Rick. He goes to grab a couple beers, and she actually ends up slitting his throat. He cuts her hand, and but she wakes up in the bunk, the British men of letters, I like to call it bunker, and uh, home base. And we're not quite sure whether this was just a dream or a nightmare or if this really happened. Is this a flashback? And that's when Tony, Lady Bevel, comes into the sealed room and she asks, she's like, did I leave the room or not? Um, and we see that Tony's been injecting her and giving her kind of like electroshock therapy, which she says is actually brainwashing her. Um, she's being realigned. All her thoughts and actions will come from the British Men of Letters, and she mentions that Mary invited Azazel to visit when he spared John's life. She has sources everywhere. John was searching for revenge after Mary died, leaving Sam and Dean to fend for themselves. Sort of like child abuse, she claimed. Um, And she mentions the hunters are being eliminated because they're not falling into line. Tony ends up punching her in the face. And she mentions that soon Mary's not going to be making any decisions on her own. And she notices on her hand she does have stitches, which was in the nightmare that she had when Rick actually hit her, sliced her with the knife before she slit his neck. So we know it did happen and she did kill Rick. <sighs> Tony needs to die. I still don't feel for Mary. Robina, why don't you feel for Mary? Is it... I mean, I feel like there were some really powerful scenes in this episode with her. Um, and you guys know I tried really, really, really hard to get a guest in. I first talked to David Hayden Jones, who plays Catch. Then I reached out actually to Catherine Newton, since we keep seeing her picture in there. I checked in with Ruth. I checked in with Adam Fergus. And I even got connected to Sammy Smith, who plays Mary. And they were all busy. They were all traveling to conventions or shooting and working. So I'm so sorry I couldn't get anyone. And I tried. I promise I tried. Um, So uh, we've got Crowley in the British Men of Letters bunker with Dr. Hess. They uh, know each other. Kind of weird. And uh, Crowley has provided Mr. Catch with a hellhound but didn't realize that he wanted a pet. Um, finding the Nephilim, Nephilim is obviously a priority for both of them. So Crowley and Dr. Hess might need to work together. Um, she mentions the relationship with him and the boys, and she hopes he doesn't want her to spare his friends. Perhaps at this point, if you guys are right, maybe Dr. Hess and Crowley had a conversation about Lucifer and that he was going to be gaining some sense of power. So he needs to be on high alert because we've been noticing in the past few episodes that Crowley seems to be a step ahead of Lucifer. So you might be right. It doesn't seem right that Crowley would be dead because he's been ahead of him the entire time. So maybe Crowley's playing along to overtake Lucifer, that's a really, 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 really good point. Um, So Mary's important to her boys no matter how distant she is. Losing her again would hurt them. Absolutely. It's it's going through that whole process over again, 100%, Lila. Um, So uh, Lucifer's locked up as one of his minions. Drexel comes in and checks his heartbeat, a.k.a. security device, which he can't get shut off, which we see throughout the episode is... Um, becoming less and less effective, at least according to Drexel, and considering he's able to kind of overtake at least some sort of emotion. Um, 
Crowley calls uh, Sam and says that, uh, you know, all the hellhounds are there. He was cuddling with them last night. Only a, And Sam mentions only a demon can control a hellhound and her, his friend Eileen was killed by one. Crowley plays it off as if he has no information and Crowley wants any information he can get from Lucifer about Kelly and he mentions that Dagon is dead and with uh, that Kelly's with Cass and Crowley wants to raise the Nephilim under his like tutelage. Um, do you guys think that Lucifer knew Dagon was dead? I feel like they're connected and like that has to be I, I feel like there's just no possible way that Lucifer didn't already know that information, didn't hear her speaking or didn't have the thoughts with her anymore, a connection with her. I I feel like he already knew that. So that was no brand new news to him from Crowley. <clears throat> Mary's again having nightmares about Rick. And Tony mentions she's accelerating the progress and just finished a session. And Mr. Catch and Tony rile each other up. Do you guys think that Tony's... Um, Thank you, Red Hood. You're so sweet. I appreciate that. Thank you. I don't need a guest. Um, I have you guys. You guys are my guests right now. Um, do you guys think that when we saw Tony in the end of, I believe it was season 11, we saw her with a child. Do we think that that is Mr. Catch and Tony's child? I'm thinking it might be, and that's why they piss each other off so badly. Um and Ketch has been watching Mary suffer days prior. He was sleeping with her. And Dr. Hess mentions that Ketch will be put in charge once the Winchesters are gone. But Tony is also up for the job. And uh, Ketch has also slept with her. So there's, uh, there's that. And we know to- uh, Tony's going to be vying for that as much as possible. Um, thank you, Candace, as well. Uh, so Sam and Dean... Get this letter from Eileen. They're at the post office. They received a letter that was postmarked four days earlier. She actually left Ireland to meet up with the boys because she knew the British men of letters were onto her. They'd tapped her phone. And they feel like, once again, this death is in their hands and their fault because they weren't able to help her um, or get to her in time. And so they go searching through the bunker and find a microphone, make up this story about how they're going to meet at some warehouse as we see the British men of letters their minions listening in on it. And uh, so we know this is going to be, this is going to come to later in the episode. And uh, so Drexel tells uh, Lucifer the security will increase the more they work against it. But his ability to control the device is transferring from Crowley to Lucifer. I'm not sure how that's possible. I'm not sure if the Nephilim is a part of controlling that or not. But uh you think Ketch might help Mary, but I was wrong. I think that child might be a Nephilim. She was so interested in the Ruby, Sam, and Dean, Benny relationship. Um, yes, the, they are spiteful, arrogant people, Corey. Um, Tony's son was written off. Mm, I don't know, because, I mean, he's in Britain, so we're not seeing anything well, they're there in, in London. We're only seeing them here. They've all, like, even Dr. Hess has come here. We went back to the Kendrick School, but that was to see a flashback to Mick and his friend. So I don't think they've written off the sun yet. I think they're just holding that little piece of information because I feel like, if anything, they can use that later on, especially if um, Tony were to somehow be put in charge 
of the British men of letters and take Mick's job, then Ketch could potentially use her son against her. I'm not sure. Um, but uh, we need to stop shipping women with Sam and Dean. It always leads with heartbreak. I know. I know. Um, so Tony and Ketch are feeding the hellhound, discussing their potential to take Mick's job. They're obviously pitted against each other. Um, even when they were at Kendrick's, Tony always slaughtered of a competition, but never Ketch. And we get Mary asking for Ketch. And she says when Ketch gets into the room that she didn't think he'd come. And this is where some of you guys have been seeing that this was a really hard scene to watch. And to see Mary pleading, not for her life, for her demise. Um, she's not sure if she's losing her mind. And Ketch is reminding her, you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. Mary mentions she's killed her friend. She's killed Rick and Catch says he does this all the time. And she fought with the British men of letters so that Sam and Dean could live without monsters. And Catch says Mary wouldn't want to know who he was or who he really is as a person, but she needs his help. She goes to hug him. She grabs his gun. She tries to shoot herself. He pulls it away, stops her. She pleads for him to kill her. And... The only thing she's ever had when she lost her family was her will. And now she's losing that. Um, and she's putting Sam and Dean in danger. Please kill me. And Ketch says, it'll be over soon. And this scene, great work by Samantha Smith. Absolutely. This was uh, an amazing scene. And I think that's why Ruth, um, she's like, Sam's got a big scene uh, coming up this week. Talk to her. And she wanted to be here. And she said she checked out a couple episodes and stuff. So hopefully... She did tell me that she'd like to come in in the future. So I don't know if that means that she makes it or that she doesn't make it. But she did say she'd want to come in in the future. So she's obviously knows what's happening next week for the next two episodes. So hopefully hopefully that means she survives it. But hopefully. Um, Sam and Dean go to the meeting spot um, they were talking about. And... Uh, they get two guys to go into this warehouse. They lock them in there. They get to Tony. There's a little bit of a, a, a scuffle-ish type thing, and they overtake Tony and put her in baby, and they're driving to the bunker or to the boys' bunker, not the British Men of Letters bunker. And they start asking Tony about Eileen, which she has no idea who she is, and she says that they probably killed her. This is what they do with everyone. And uh, she said Mary's one of the best killers. Then she starts leading them to believe Ketch and Mary have something going on. And she says it's some of the best sex that Ketch said he'd ever had. As Dean slams on the brakes and she goes, fine, the best sex, you know, he ever had. Dean literally is, I mean, can you imagine somebody saying this about your mother or father? Someone you hate? Someone you literally like? I mean, this was just going to show end already. Um... She mentions, she does mention that Jody was dead, but we know she's not dead yet because they spoke with Jody earlier in the episode. So I think she's kind of baiting them on that and just kind of riling them up. Um, but uh, uh, she tells them that Mick's dead. He was too sentimental for the job, kind of like Sam and Dean and all the other hunters. And Jody Mills, any other flannel wearing or whiskey smelling Freds are dead or will be. So, I mean, obviously we know that Jody is on this list of people that's going to be gone bye-bye. Uh, even though we didn't see her on their like little board that they have where they had Claire and Garth and Eileen on and Sam and Dean, 
Um, but we obviously know Jody's a, a central person and, and helps the boys out a lot, so they have intel on her. Um, we jump over to Crowley, who says he's going to get rid of Lucifer at some point. Sam and Dean aren't going to mess up a second time, so there's technically going to be no heir to Lucifer's throne, meaning the Nephilim isn't going to make it. And Lucifer's a slave to Crowley, and he won't be able to best him. And that's when Crowley starts clucking like a chicken and then jumping on one foot, and Crowley ends up mimicking him, and we see that Lucifer's actually controlling Crowley to an extent. Um, she's great as Mary Winchester. Yes, she is, Corey. Um, sorry if I'm jumping back and forth, guys. I'm just trying to, like, take a look at this back and forth. Um, so if they kill Jody, I will not be happy. They're going to try and do it. I'm going to say she survives, Lila. Um, the British are coming. Thanks, Renji. You're right. Um, so Lucifer removes his chains and Crowley admits that Lucifer is now in charge and tries to run and Lucifer sends him through the door and kind of throws him around the room. Um, Lucifer is now king. He grabs one of the blades. He flashes the angel wings, which I always think is such a, it's such a beautiful shot when we get to see the angel wings. Even when you see a fallen angel and you see the wings in the background, I just, I don't like seeing anyone dead, but I love the effect that they do with it. Um, we see Lucifer's angel wings go up, and he um, has the blade in his hand. He cuts Crowley's face, and then it says this is going to hurt, hits his nose, and then stabs Crowley in the chest. And I'm literally sitting there like, what? Thank God you guys mentioned the rat, because the rat walked in just in time as Crowley's sitting there, and he's alive at that point. And then later on... When a minion asks what he's supposed to do with Crowley, Drexel says to toss it. The rat does follow the body out. So I think you are absolutely right um, that Crowley's in the rat. He's not dead. But does that mean that Crowley's vessel is gone? Does that mean he's going to have a new vessel? I don't know. Can he heal it again? I'm not quite sure. Um, Crowlevet. <laughs> um so that is going to be interesting to to see where see where that goes, um, and see if Crowley is in the end of the season or not. We get back to Sam and Dean at the bunker with Tony and says that you know she better call Catch, but Catch is already there with a couple of his men, and Sam and Dean actually kill a couple of the guys, and then Mary walks in and she tells them to stay where they are, and they think that she means Catch, but he she actually means the boys. And she's Ketch mentions that Mary will shoot them. Mary takes Sam's gun. And now Ketch and Mary each have a gun in both of their hands because Ketch has Dean's gun. And um, they say Tony taught Mary how to be a hunter. And Mary is on the side with Ketch no matter what Dean is saying and pleading with her. Sam's not even saying anything at this point. Dean is trying to, like, get her to come too. And she's just so under this spell and brainwashing and realigning that she's literally on the British mental letter side at this point, which could be why you guys may not feel connected with her or may not feel bad for her because she risked the boys' lives and she's come back in and now she's, she's not helping me think, but is it really her fault? She thought she was doing what was best for the boys? Um, so Ketch and Mary leave and Tony 
says, well, what about me? And Ketch says, everyone's expendable um, and leaves her behind with Sam and Dean. Dean calls after Mary and Ketch lets them know that this is where they will die. This is their tomb in the bunker because everything has been reversed and the air will only last for two days. And as Ketch and Mary leave, the, you hear the sound of the power going down, the lights going out. All you have are basically the just the backlight, the red lights that are probably, um, I can't think of what they're called when... All the power goes out, but you have, like, the stuff that keeps the generators kind of going and whatnot. But they're basically going to die in two days. And um, as Ketch and Mary are driving away, um, Ketch admits that the treatments are very successful and things will become easier. And she says to hurt the people she loves, and he says to hurt the people she won't remember. And uh, when he asks her how she feels, she says she feels fine. And I'm a little scared. And then Lucifer, last last shot we had, what shit just got real, right? Literally, um, season twelve of Supernatural has been pretty awesome. I would say this season's been the best season so far, just because there's been so many big things happening. I felt like there was less Monster of the Week episodes than there were. It really like the storyline kept going. There's so many different bits and pieces going on, and it's so interesting how. Even Cass is is working with the boys, but against the boys, and and I just I, I love it. Um, so the last scene we the last scene we see is Lucifer on the hill on a giant hill with a beautiful background. The sun is setting or rising, and he says, "My son." Um, meaning the Nephilim, but still, the sun's in the background. Beautiful shot. And that was this week's episode, you guys. Shit just got real. Pardon my language. Um, the season's crazy. Um, I think Charlie fails safe that computer in the bunker. I wish that Charlie was still around because I feel like she'd be able to help out in some way. Damn those Leviathans. Um, and next week, we have a double episode, so it's going to be a two-hour episode, which means I think it's going to still start at 9 p.m. Pacific time, which if it's 9 p.m. or 8 p.m., sorry, it'll start 8 p.m., um, Pacific time, which puts us at filming at 11 p.m., perhaps earlier if we can. Um, but uh, it, it'll be a two-hour season finale, and we'll have our after show. And I think Alexis will be here with me. She has to be here with me because can't can't do a season finale without her. But um, next week we see Tony, uh, Sam, and Dean having to work together to get out of the bunker because the boys have to save lives and save the world. And the boys know Lucifer's up to something, but they can't kill him. This is where Cass is going to have to go after Lucifer. And obviously Dr. Hess knows that Lucifer is back. We see Dr. Hess fighting off people. Um, Mary shows up at Jody's house. And the boys are in the British Men of Letters bunker fighting with Donna, you guys remember Donna, Sheriff Donna, the one, the kind, I think she's from Minnesota or um, North Dakota. She was the one that had the crazy, like, oh, yeah, there, don't you know, accent, uh, yeah. Uh, I had to slow that down to see that it was her. I was like, who's the girl with them? And I couldn't make out who the other guy with them, the other hunter was with them. But um, I hope Rowena will come back for this last episode. I feel like they need her. Um Let's talk about some predictions, you guys. Your After Buzz TV predictions. Who do we think we're going to lose? Are we going to lose Mary? Are we going to lose Cass? 
Are we going to lose Crowley, Lucifer, Rowena? I mean, I really feel like it can't be uh, Sam and Dean. And uh, so who do we who do we think is going to be no more? Because I feel like they have to they have to kill off somebody. And if you guys are right, and I think we might be, um, I think that the Crowley is in the rat, so Crowley will be okay. Whatever happens to him, he's, he's going to come back at some point. Um, Mr. Catch, hopefully, is a, a logical person to say, to, I really want to get rid of Tony. I, I don't like her. I don't like the torture she did to the boys. I don't like the realignment she did with Mary. Um, Dr. Hess is obviously in charge of the whole operation. So in order for her to stop going after Sam and Dean, I mean, you basically need to kill off her, Tony, and Catch unless they can somehow realign their thoughts and put them through. And yes, what are the cosmic consequences? We still have not been answered that question from when Billy was killed and we were told, Cass was told, there are cosmic consequences to killing this Reaper. So... I'm I'm wondering what that is, too. No more dead hunters. Ketch is going to get killed by Dean. I hope so. Kill all the Brits off. Uh, Mr. Ketch and Tony. Ketch dies. Um, Crowley should die even when he gets out of the rat. Ooh. Okay. Um, I just love Crowley. He's such good comic relief. Um, I mean, I think that we have to kill all the British Men of Letters people in order to... Um, keep that moving forward. We didn't even see Kelly in the promo at all or Vanephilim. Um, and I think that's what's going to charge forward with season 13 is the Nephilim considering they uh, said season 13 was coming out, I, was it the fourth or fifth episode of season 12 when they had the Nephilim story plot going on? So I feel like it, the whole season 13 is going to uh, come around uh, centralized. Be all about the Nephilim because I can't think of the word I'm looking for. Um, it's going to, yeah, focus focus on the Nephilim next season and not the British Men of Letters. So hopefully they'll have killed off all the British Men of Letters. Uh, Crowley's in a band, uh, Robina is saying in, a, in real life, I'm assuming. Uh, so he does have, a, I know he has a baby, newborn. Uh, it's a couple, few months old. But so does Dean and Sam. Uh, Jared and Jensen both have babies. So I don't think that uh, I don't think that ever stops any of these guys. I think they like working and stuff. Um, but maybe the band will will keep Crowley busy, but he's not coming back. I'd love to see Rowena back at the end of this season because I feel like she's just such a interesting um, add to the mix and. I don't think they'll kill her, and she's a likable character, even though she's kind of evil. We still love her, even though she killed off Crowley's son this season. I mean, we still we still love Rowena. Um, I want to check in with her. I want to know what's going on with her. Um, and the Brits, and let's introduce the Canadian Men of Letters. I like that. Asmodeus uh, is controlling the British Men of Letters. What if the consequence becomes a cliffhanger going into season 13? Um, that's definitely possible. Um, I really want to find out what is, what that is and what's going on with that, you guys, though. Um, it is going to be a doozy 
of a finale, though, let's just say that, considering it's a full two-hour episode next week and finale. I I was still thinking that we'd have the whole break to, um, or we'd have two weeks to break it up, kind of, and, and get all the information. But I kind of like that it's a two-hour finale, because then we don't have to wait another week to see it. It all just happens at once. Um, so... I will be looking forward to it. I hope you guys are looking forward to it. This season's been so phenomenal. So thank you guys all for joining us the past 21 episodes. And uh, hopefully Alexis will be here with me next week. We're going to figure it out because otherwise I'm going to find someone else to join me um, on the panel. So it's not just me by myself. But we will see you guys next week. I'll try and keep you on top of what happens, what time we're going to be airing um, as we get closer to then, um, just because I have to head here from a, a distance. So, all right, you guys. My name is Lindsay Wagner. Find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all things social media at Lindsay Wagner, L-Y-N-D-S-E-Y-W-E-G-N-E-R, or my blog, lindsaywagner.blogspot.com. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you guys next week for the Supernatural season finale. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 